0: Disclaimer, the following podcast contains explicit language and adult content, The content may offend some listeners. Relax, and don't be a hater. Hello, welcome to a Walk in the Park podcast. This is Ris. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening.
1: I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I love it. Let's just get this walk started baby. Hello this is Riss and Babs and we are just recording the preview to our upcoming last episode that's of right. the season we've decided
0: this is the last episode of season one because we're like tv stars and this is 24 episodes and that's a really <laughs> good season of like a sitcom comedy. i can't
1: believe it's been 24 episodes but that's pretty has. awesome i know it's incredible i know we're awesome we're accomplished it. we're accomplished podcasters we
0: are <laughs> although kristen meisner from by the book the mm-hmm. first podcast that i truly listened to ever for- which kind
1: of gave us the idea
0: yeah, maybe. I think so. No, no, no I think we had the... You had the idea, and then I was like, I better listen to some podcasts. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so you right. had the idea. And so Kristen Meisner has... Meisner her, Meisner has written a book called So You Want to Start a Podcast, and it's available for pre-order, and you know I'm totally going to pre-order it. Oh, yeah.
1: It. You got it.
0: Um, because she actually worked.
1: What? Who's
0: calling you? I know. Let's see if she needs to answer. Nope. Perfect. Telemarketer, yep. be damned.
1: Oh, I got it. I
0: got to get on that list. Oh, the list. Okay, the list. wait. Okay, All right. Anyway, so in this on. preview, we're talking about. Well, you had an issue.
1: Okay. How many moms are on the WTA tour? Tour,
0: right? So you. We talk about that. Mm-hmm. We talk about my teas. Tea talks. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about factfulness. factfulness. Yes. <laughs> we probably shouldn't say the street no, address. But no. We no. talk about our fall.
1: Our Google Maps and uh, Earth, Google Earth fail.
0: Yes, there mm-hmm. was a fail there, definitely. Yeah. And we talk about, oh yeah, sucking the mirror out of life. You have to say that one. Uh-huh. Sucking the mirror out of life. We figured out the origin of that, and we think I used it right. is correctly. It is a real thing. And then... Was the Mueller report
1: released today, which is, what, is it the 10th? It's Friday, April 12th. 12th, oh my And it was God. not released. And I don't even know what day it is. It's the 12th, and it's it was not released.
0: But this is an awesome episode. This is a perfect episode to end the season on, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: So listen and enjoy. Yes, enjoy. Good morning. Good morning. I have this for you. Oh. A great deliverance by Elizabeth George. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you. It's an enjoyable read. Oh, sorry, sorry, Winston. Yep, it's gone forever. It's gone forever. I parked in your driveway because I think I passed Chris on the way oh, out. Yeah. So I was like, ah, he's gone. So he's gone. I'm not blocking him in. No,
1: you're good.
0: And I made it over here without being interfered with by those yellow school buses.
1: Oh, good.
0: I, I, as I'm driving up my street and seeing all these kids standing, I'm like, oh crap, school really? bus time. Yeah. They should have been already gone. No, no. And I I did meet a bus on Uh, the main road, and it was probably turning maybe to go get them. I don't know, though. Yeah. No,
1: the August bus comes
0: at 20 after. So So that
1: sounds about right.
0: First run. I don't know. If that bus was turning left, it was going to be on the wrong side of the road for the kids. So Uh, that must not have been the bus. uh, Anywho. Anywho. It's a beautiful, glorious day on today Vivian's 12th birthday. I
1: know I can't believe it. She's so happy.
0: Oh yeah (laughs) you know the one day a year maybe in addition to Christmas and one of the two days a year she wakes up voluntarily and happily. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even have to wake her up this morning I went to her room she was already awake.
1: Oh so what are you guys gonna do today? Anything
0: fun? Uh I th- she wants to go to CPK for dinner, and then we'll probably be back at the Avalon for Jenny's ice cream. So I'll have to do this walk and about five more today. Oh, okay. To, like, you know, pre-burn calories. Because right. we know that's how it works, of course. Right, right. Um, but anywho, yeah. Also on the drive, the long, long drive over to your house, <laughs> I was fascinated. There were no... Cars i can't remember the last time I've driven on Eden Wild Drive where there haven't been cars parked on the street that oh. you kind of have to navigate around yes, and then I was wondering if our new HOA management company had actually done something about that because in their do you remember getting their huge long letter about things they're going to crack down on
1: I remember getting it,
0: and then the only one that I was really more paying attention
1: to was. Uh, The landscaping because my landscaping's horrible, so I'm like, oh, I don't want to get pinged, so I sent the lead of on the board of the uh, landscaping department Uh a question. I said, am I gonna get pinged? I'm (laughs) I'm working on it. I have like, I have contractors coming in. He's like, just no. So he's (laughs) like, no. You you let me know so I know that. We're we're not gonna have to go out after you, so that's fine. Nice. Okay. Oh, I'd
0: love to see them come after me. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna let my landscaping uh, no, lapse a little. No, your landscaping's fine. Oh, it's fine, but um.
1: No, they're looking for like overgrown situations. They're looking for things that are in disrepair, mailboxes that are broken, which I feel like is probably
0: pretty uncommon here. I don't know. I don't drive down all these side streets. Well, that's just
1: it. We don't. We don't. And, you know, you're on your street. I mean, in these main streets, it's a little bit more visible. Yeah. So people have to really kind of pay attention. I
0: don't know. You'd know know it
1: if you saw one. I guess. But I
0: just think it would be funny if they actually enforced the HOA. um, Because I remember looking. I don't know. I think when I was on the board, I had to check out whether... It's in, it was in our bylaws, but I was like, I don't know if we enforce that or if it's more of a city ordinance that you can't park your cars on the street right. for more than 10 hours. Right. And so, but we always have people parking on the street. And it's like, technically, they could, I guess, boot you or have the car towed if it's parked on the street for too long but I was like look look at this glorious street doesn't it look so much prettier <laughs> when there aren't cars yeah <laughs> parked on it
1: uh yeah and it's, the other the cars necessarily don't bother me because I know they're technically going to get moved but it's like when they have a truck that's here and I've seen trucks here overnight like uh landscaping type trucks that oh. are setting up shop so Uh-oh. that they can come back the next day oh. and start their work and right. that's just a pain in the ass too
0: yeah i don't like that no oh no. my goodness so, so yes um so yeah i'm really
1: tired and it's i know it's what's it this weather when i ha when i have the windows open uh-huh it's it's nice and cool yeah and it's fresh and yes. I don't know why, but it makes me sleep a lot better.
0: It's fresh and inviting, so you yeah. get more uh...
1: So I I went I woke up at like ten to seven and I go, oh got a couple more minutes. So I just <laughs> closed my eyes <laughs> and then it was seven fifteen. I was like, oh crap, I gotta wake up.
0: Yep.
1: So yeah. Uh
0: oh. just
1: a drag day. But you know what? That's why they invented coffee.
0: Coffee and, and I'm exercise. drinking this. Just yesterday I started. You know me. I'm always looking for a fix. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess a couple weeks ago I ordered this um, tea. It's from this company called Teas, I guess. T-E-A-S-E. Oh, okay. And it's a detox, So it's like a detox tea. Right. That's that, so that like ten times fast, like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> um, and so... It's supposed to obviously be like, well, I don't know. It detoxes you, functions as a mental stimulant, an energy stimulant, an appetite suppressant. It's right. basically green, a green tea, Right, probably proprietary blend.
1: Yeah, because I see on social media that skinny detox.
0: Yes, and so I think the reason this came even on my radar was probably through right Facebook, but I don't think it was this one specifically. I think it was, like, maybe a skinny detox tea, and right. I, what did I do? I did some research to check out, like, what the best ones were and where this one fell. And the right. one I ended up getting had better reviews than the one I think Facebook advertised to me. Right. So anyway, I got it. I drank it. <laughs> it's a it comes with this cute little cuz it's tea leaves, right. so it's loose tea. Okay. And it comes with this very cute little diffuser
1: steeper thing. Yes. Nice. And
0: uh, yeah, so I definitely I feel like it worked. After I had the first cup, there was like a little moment of adjustment, I think. Yeah. What would it do? It's almost like I could feel it working. <laughs> like, my head seemed to be going through this, like, unusual process of maybe waking up and having clarity. Things that aren't, you know, my usual MO. Right. But, uh... So, yeah. I have, like, a 30-day supply, so I think I'll stick with it and see how it works. Um, of course, they're like, you really shouldn't drink alcohol oh. <laughs> while you're drinking the tea. I'm like, come on, people. Yeah. But I drank so much over spring break.
1: Oh, God. Not like. No, you were on spring break. I mean, you were imbibing every day.
0: That's all. I was imbibing every day.
1: That's normal.
0: And I wasn't on the clock.
1: Yeah, exactly. How do you not have a drink 9 a.m., walking
0: to the beach gotta make your drink (laughs) okay (laughs) are we going that way what are we doing uh this way right yeah okay um yeah we'll see how muddy it is after the rain oh yeah but i don't know i think my biggest spring break accomplishment was i finished five books wow yes one of them was the second book in the detective lindley series by okay. Elizabeth George. Payment in Blood. Right. So that was good. I don't good. have that one. I'll
1: have to get that one. Yes, be...
0: you can borrow. No, I have it. So. Oh, you
1: have it, have it. Yeah. Okay. I,
0: so, then, I actually ordered the third one on spring break and had it delivered to our town home <laughs> on 30A. <laughs> but I had some other books to finish, so I haven't even really started that one. I... I also wrote this book called The Boston Girl by Anita Diamond, Who She wrote that book, gosh, it was a while ago now, called The Red Tent. Right. Yeah, so she's a really good writer. I enjoy. Oh, I read that. Her books.
1: Yeah, I read that a long time ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, I don't know, 15 or 20 years ago that it came out, probably. Yeah. So then I also finished this super interesting book. I'm only going to remember the title, not the subtitle correctly. The title of the book is Factfulness. It's by this Swedish author, Hans Rosling, who is now deceased. Okay. But it has to do about how we, as humans, have all these instincts that interfere with us actually understanding the world correctly. Okay. So it was like 10 things... um, about something like 10 things you get wrong about the world and how things are really better than you think. Okay. So that was super... That's interesting. very interesting. I mean, it talks about all these different instincts, like the negativity instinct and the gap instinct. And, you know, the people really just do not have a good grasp of what is really happening in the world. And, of course, media doesn't facilitate that either. Right, right. And he was explaining how you can't really, in his opinion, you can't really expect journalists or the media to steer you in the right direction because they, their job is contingent or dependent upon, like, getting your attention and grabbing your attention. Right. And so the way they do that is by over-dramatizing.
1: Salacious. Yes. Excellent SAT word. <laughs> yeah.
0: The and titles so, of some
1: of these articles grab you and uh, you start reading the article and you're like, well, that sucks.
0: Oh, I know. Clickbait is ridiculous. Yeah. I, unless it's from a source that I feel is somewhat reputable, I won't even click on it, even if the title says something that I really want. Do you want to cross? Yeah. Okay. I thought we were walking a sweet apple. Oh, no, you no. mean... But it says don't cross. But no one's starting, so it's okay. <laughs> I know, I know. You don't like breaking the law. I don't like breaking the law. <laughs> this makes me so unhappy. Oh.
1: I thought you had... you Is your route to go straight?
0: My route is to go straight and okay. cross up there.
1: Gotcha. All right,
0: cool. But only because over there... It's a little crazy. Yeah. I hear you. It's a crazier intersection than the one up here. But we can also just, I guess, now that we've already jaywalked, we can just up at a level and jaywalk (laughs) again. Again. We can. And run across, and I'll just scream like a little baby. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So your trip was good? No, remember it was horrible. That's right. No, it wasn't horrible, but it was overall... Tell me more about kind of disappointing where you were okay well was so, it
1: cool uh and did, yes and did you see the other location and then did you see our friend at all
0: okay so many questions I one know, i know i saw the gated entry to our later 30a trip this year okay couldn't get in there because again gated uh, excellent all right um and it was halfway between seaside and rosemary beach In the Inlet Beach area. Okay. But they call it... They're crazy down there. They call it all kinds of things. So, like, this is the town of Providence. This is Inlet Beach. This is Seacrest Beach. This is Panama City Beach. I'm like, just pick one.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it as a place for our adult ladies to hang out because there is no close beach access gotcha like we walked a mile to our oh. beach access which i didn't mind because i need exercise yeah sure. but the weather and naomi's sunburn we didn't really spend as much time on the beach as i would have liked when did
1: that happen
0: first day we were there
1: oh, oh yeah my. we
0: got in monday night and it happened tuesday oh. and it just kept getting progressively worse instead of better right so by thursday night Her legs were completely swollen. Her ankles were completely swollen. And when she woke up Friday, I mean, her legs looked like somebody had beaten her with a baseball bat. So she's home from school again today because she is not my suck-it-up-and-push-through-it child. Right, right, right. She's my crier. Uh And uh, I was like, all right, well, I mean, I tried to get her to go today Right. because I think I told you the reality is if she falls behind and starts getting grades that are less than her normal A's, Yeah. she's going to flip out. Right. And there's only six more weeks of school, so if she really screws something up, right. she doesn't have time to correct it. Right. Um, or bounce back from it. But anywho, so yes, I got to explore a whole bunch of other places that I've never been to in 30A, and because of Naomi, basically, we didn't meet up with
1: oh okay my
0: other friend we we talked about it but Naomi just wasn't mobile and I felt guilty you know completely abandoning her and I don't know yeah and so overall the weather wasn't great so that was kind of a bummer but well I'm sorry about that thank you (laughs) And now, just back to the the grind and back to reality, I guess. Um, my other big news is that I booked a trip at the end of the month to fly out to California to see one of my friends I haven't seen in a while. I'm not I'm gonna good. I'm not gonna put share her personal right. stuff on the podcast, but right. Oh, good. That's so good. So that's good. And Jonathan leaves for Austria on Sunday. That's not good. Oh. He's super excited, though, because Bob Dylan <laughs> is in Europe and doing a European tour. Right. And he ha- is going to happen to be in Vienna, or he is in Vienna, next Tuesday. What? When Jonathan's there. And this is like, he's doing his own songs, which I guess the past few times he's gone on tour he's done covers oh and jonathan never had any interest in seeing him so he's super excited so we just have to hope bob dylan doesn't croak between now (laughs) and next tuesday because jonathan's never seen him live and so this would probably be like one of his last opportunities to do so he's like he's a huge bob dylan fan but he's like the guy isn't a good singer, so I just want, Yeah no. I just want to hear him do his own he's stuff. More not of a covers. Poet. He's a yes. Poet. So while I'm here suffering. <laughs> and Jonathan he's gone will for be... the week? Yes.
1: Yeah, Chris is gone all next week too. We'll have oh, to get where together. does he have to go? Um That's a good question, I forgot. No. I think it's out west. Okay. I think he's going back to uh, Arizona again.
0: Okay. <sighs> so is it because he has a team there or customers? Like, what does his... Uh, why no, does he have to travel? For for him in particular, he has to, in this
1: time, he's got to go to a conference. Okay. And then he's going to meet with... Uh, go to his offices and say hi to people and check things out. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: So, yeah, he'll be gone. He's got a lot of... He's been traveling a lot lately.
0: Yeah, it seems like he's...
1: A little bit I actually i don't mind it when he's gone because the house stays cleaner for the week ah, ah, i'm not cleaning up as much or and it's funny you don't have he, to
0: clean up as much if you don't want to right nobody's there to judge you right <laughs> oh my god oh my god we have to be careful of all this goose poop i know what the hell has there been like an increase in geese around here recently i feel like there has been I there has been as well I feel like after your podcast episode with Cindy, <laughs> last week you should be our resident naturalist. Oh, okay. Just, you know, notice and comment on all the <laughs> nature uh, around us. Yeah, but, well,
1: I, I, that could happen because I think I'm going to install a couple of bird feeders in my backyard and see what comes my way. Because I do yeah. get a lot of birds because the backyard is woods. Yep. So, I'm trying to bring certain birds... To my house. I don't know why I see them here at the park. I see bluebirds here, but I don't see them at my house.
0: Interesting.
1: So I see hawks, I see morning doves, I see robins, I see blue jays, I see little finches, cardinals. Never see the, the bluebird here. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah, one of probably the very few things I will end up missing about my current house after I move is like. My backyard is an aviary
1: in the morning. I mean,
0: you can just sit out there and listen to the birds and drink your coffee, which is what I did this morning.
1: You have a porch right outside your bedroom, don't you? I do. So is that where you have your coffee or you have it downstairs? I usually
0: have it on the screened-in porch because that's off the kitchen. Gotcha. Um, I tend to sit on that porch upstairs in the late afternoon when it has some sun on it. Right which I enjoy, but anywho,
1: nice.
0: yes, you know, just trying to get through one day at a time, trying to suck the marrow out of life, <laughs> I don't know, Is that a proper use of that know. phrase, I don't
1: know, <laughs> I don't know, it can be though, we can make it that way, let's see, what else is going on, because we haven't seen each other in a long time,
0: I know, But really, we stay in touch, so. Oh, yeah. It's not like we completely lose touch. Yeah. Like we do with the world.
1: Yes, and I'm all right with that. I mean, being away last weekend was nice because um, we don't have, we really don't have TV. We don't have access to cable or anything. So, and the Wi-Fi is questionable. Yep. So you really do disconnect. And it's nice nice to not have to worry about all that stuff or think about any
0: of it. Yeah, I had to do a bunch of work on spotty Wi-Fi first half of my vacation, and then probably by about Thursday, I completely shut it down and didn't even check email until I got back to work yesterday. Always so much joy waiting for me at work. Ah, yeah. But... Anywho, one of the interesting things that I feel like I need to do a little more research on in my spare time is my phone keeps popping up these news headlines about how Trump is like cleaning house at the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. Like so people are just quitting. Yep. And then he fired his head of the Secret Service. It's like, what is he doing? Is he. Getting ready to plan a coup?
1: See if I could find it on my Twitter feed because somebody just mentioned that. And uh, I was kind of shocked by how many people it was that were gone. Well, okay, so Defense Secretary vacant, DHS Secretary vacant, UN Ambassador vacant, FEMA Director vacant, Secret Service Director vacant, ICE Director vacant. DHS deputy, fake it. Yeah, that one just happened. President. Present, but unaccounted for. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that's really funny that you brought it up because when I saw that tweet this morning, I was like, is that real? It's got to be. It's real. No, I
0: mean, I, well, let me put it this way. It's been independently confirmed by multiple sources, at least that I've seen. Wow. Yeah, I just think he's. I think it could be one of two things. And this is like the... This is not factfulness-based, what I'm about to say. Is this salacious? This is salacious. It's theoretical. But it's like, one, he doesn't want to put people... He's firing people who have oversight on things that he doesn't want there to be oversight on. Because he just wants to push his way through. Right. For things. Or two, which this has been happening his whole presidency. People get nervous... Once they learn a little bit more about what's really going on. And they don't want to be around when stuff starts coming to light. Right. So they can be like, I wasn't there for that. That didn't happen on my watch. Because, of course, as you and I touched on before, you know, the Mueller report came out. People weren't happy that the AG Bar only released a four-page summary and not the whole report. Of course, there could be things in the report that have to be redacted because they're classified and can't be publicly Released and so I did hear. I think it was maybe by this Friday, they're going to release the redacted report. And I think people are still thinking that there will be fallout Mm -hmm. from this. Right. I mean, and so maybe that's why some of these government people, because sometimes it isn't clear whether they quit. Resigned, were pushed out, were fired.
1: Right. And they don't, they're not necessarily or never haven't been in the historically high profile jobs that people pay attention to, but now they do. Yes. And given the current situation, so yeah.
0: Because I know, so particularly interesting homeland and ice, of course the main immigration, you know, government agencies and he's just trying, he's not, you know, facilitating, I will say, proper working order by keeping posts vacant or firing people. It's probably just because they won't listen to him. Right. Because what he's asking for isn't legal. Legal, or
1: it's just so bizarre that and not within the like the current alignment of how things are done or the
0: yes, the, the norm, the yes. normative state. The, yeah, um, no, I haven't had all my other energy boosting <laughs> things besides <laughs> coffee this morning. Yeah, there's another thing did I tell you, I started drinking these athletic greens.
1: Is what they're called. Well, super greens and green greens in general are really good for you. So
0: yes. if you're
1: e- eating that or putting like a scoop of that in like smoothings and stuff, that's really good.
0: Yeah. So I just drink it with regular old water. It's not too nasty. Um, I was trying to figure out for a long time what the like aftertaste was, but I and I think <laughs> this going to sound probably strange when I say it, but it's like chewed bubble gum oh, you know when you've, yes. bubble gum flavored bubble gum where you've chewed it for a while, it's good. lost its it's lost its taste but it still yes. has that familiar bubble gum taste well that's funny, that's what this kind of tastes like
1: oh, that's <laughs> weird
0: so yes, I learned about that on our you know one of our favorite one of my favorite podcasts, I'm oh. your expert <laughs> they were advertising is, with he's Dax got really and Monica.
1: long podcasts.
0: We've talked about this. So do I we. Know, I know. Yeah, well, he just likes to talk. He does. He's, he's admitted that. He's a talker. He is a
1: talker. I'm going to start listening to Amy Schumer soon. I need to get through all my other podcasts.
0: Uh, oh, what is her podcast?
1: Um, I forgot what it's called, but she does it with Chris Collin. Oh. He's another... Um, comedian from Saturday Night Live back in the day Okay. and uh, yeah I'd like to listen to both of them because they're wise asses
0: yes I recently finished Amy's book The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo I'd started it gosh I don't know a year ago and I just kind of put it aside and never picked it back up and then I came across it the other day and I was like oh I can pick this back up And finish it. She's, uh, I don't know, she's another one of those people, sometimes she's just a little too graphic for me.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Like, I couldn't watch her movie Trainwreck, I think I tried. I was like, nope! Not my, not my style. Yeah. But... I
1: don't know that I've seen that all the way through. I'll have to check it out. I'm trying. I'm trying. There's so much, so many things to do and not enough hours in the day.
0: I know. You got to make lists. You got
1: to make lists and keep goals. Yeah. And I do. I do. So, yeah, after this, I have some errands to run. And then I'm going to take a tennis lesson because I don't have to drive today. That's right. So, I'll do that then after, when I come home, I'll have to do all the other things that I need to sit down and do. Well,
0: How's the uh, sommelier class that's going?
1: On, that's on the list, because to be fair, I got through like two chapters of a book. Okay. And I've stopped, and that was a week ago, two weeks ago even. Like, I, I just haven't
0: made any time to study. So, remind me though, is this like a flex schedule thing? Oh, It, it yeah. has an online component? Or do you just go online to take the tests? Um,
1: All of the above. Okay. So I have the books. I have, like, an online component that guides me. Uh And then I have an app that I can take quizzes and tests on. But they don't count towards anything. Like, I would have to sign up. I think it's, I would have to, I think it's in Washington, D.C., I'd have to fly there to take the test. And it's like a day long or two days long. Because there's three components to it. There's the written test. There's the tasting test. And then there's a presentation. It's like an hour long or whatever, but you got to give a presentation to a panel. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. But this is like, this is very different than what I initially thought because... Alright, being a sommelier isn't something that is set in stone, like, if you were going for the bar, like, there are things you have to know for law. Yes. And then you can specialize and continue studying, right? Sure, yes. Okay, that's kind of how that works. Whereas, I could study French wines and just get a sommelier certificate in that. Okay. Or, but this kind of, this is bigger. This puts you, going through uh, the Society of Wine Educators in Washington, D.C., that kind of puts you on the map. That's a different thing altogether. Okay. And so that's why it's, usually it usually takes about two years to study for.
0: Right. But. So are the quizzes and tests more of like checkpoints yes, for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know, like, yes, I'm retaining this information
1: exactly and I just feel bad because it's like I thought I'd have more time to sit down and do it but I guess when you're a stay-at-home mom you don't you have to like literally say all right and this is on my list of things to do today
0: yes you have to have some structure like this other book that I picked up in one of the cute little bookstores in 30a um it's called keep going And it's like 10 ways for creative people to something. I don't know. Anyway, it's a writer who wrote this book because writers are just one example of people who need to make their own schedules and have routines and stick to it. Or you'll just, it'll slide. Right. You'll get distracted. And he's like, I've written, you know, from like an office while having a full-time job. I've written as a stay-at-home dad. I've written with small children. But he's like... But really, you just have to say, every day, this chunk of time is dedicated to right. what I need to do every day. And then you can't let other things interfere it's with it. It's almost
1: like having a full-time job. Except like you know very, you have to go to it every day and do it.
0: Yes. And, and so
1: that's what I need to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, the beauty of having your own schedule flexibility is it doesn't have to be the same time every day so like if mondays if two to three on mondays works well for you on mondays but not on tuesdays well tuesday you can pick a different time but you just say i'm going to spend an hour a day and i know i have to do this right
1: right and then you do it yes so that's really where i'm at okay and i read like like i said i got through the first two chapters so i could figure out what this is going to look like and map it out. Okay. So now I'm just mapping it out, and that was going to be one
0: of the things I do today. Nice. So, all good. All good stuff. Oh, thank goodness there's a leaf blower on our walk. What are the chances? To raise. (laughs) Two of them, as a matter of To raise. Oh, my God. Our level of enjoyment Uh, for the love. Well... So, (laughs) speaking of love, another thing that I have upcoming is next month is my 20-year wedding anniversary. Okay. It's the last day of school. Exciting. And we have nothing planned. And Jonathan and I went for an impromptu walk last night because the rain kind of interfered with his tennis plans. And so, he's like, what are we going to do for our anniversary? We have to do something. I'm like, "Eh, it's just bad timing. He's like, well, we should at least pick a place where we want to go out to dinner yeah but I said that's not really our thing though we don't actually like enjoy going but, out to dinner right which is true okay. I mean we've done it over the year for you know various special occasions but it's not really our thing right it's like okay and I was like bud we could always just throw a quick trip to the Caribbean on <laughs> and he was like huh Intriguing. He's like, so we'd bring the girls. I'm like, yeah, but we just leave them. We just abandon them in the hotel. Uh-uh. Or we just got to go into Charleston. Oh, that's nice. And I said, you know, if we get the girls from school. We drive straight to Charleston. We can be at Nigel's good food by dinner time. Like, have we have our 20th anniversary dinner? Uh, you know, at Nigel's, there which that go. would be hilarious because. I've told you before, Nigel's is in this, like, run-down strip mall in North Charleston. (laughs) (laughs) It would be classic, but...
1: Yeah, I find it increasingly difficult to come up with ideas outside of dinner for an anniversary. And it's like, do you spend the money and go somewhere and do something, or...
0: I think on the big ones. The big
1: ones, you should, yeah.
0: On our 10-year anniversary... We were in the Dominican Republic. Um, and then actually our 15-year anniversary, I don't know. God, isn't that sad? It was only five years ago, but I can't remember if we actually celebrated it. I know that year we were—we went to uh, our big trips for South Dakota and the Netherlands. So maybe we didn't do like a 15-year anniversary thing but yeah so we'll see we're maybe feeling a little flush because we got our refund from the irs oh yeah of course then i have to remember i'm like yeah we basically already spent that money it's probably on our credit cards already (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah we just got ours and it wasn't as big as it normally is but then i had said to first i said yeah but they changed the chat tax structures and what's interesting is that... And I said, we're probably not going to get as much back. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. His mother wound up getting a refund. She hasn't gotten a refund in 20 years.
0: Does she still work? No. Wait, no?
1: No. Hmm.
0: That's kind of interesting, then. Right.
1: Right. So it's like, hmm, I wonder what's up with that. So he said, hey, listen, if... I'm getting less, but the people who need it are getting more, then I'm fine with that. And I said,
0: well, that's a good way of looking at it. Well, that's really nice. Yes, it's nice. I mean, yeah, that's the one thing. Is it really true? Yeah. But, and the way, you know, Trump's administration is trying to cut programs, you'd say perhaps not. Like, of course, as you remember, the education monster tried to (gasps) cut Special Olympics funding. And then, you know, Trump got such grief about it that he said she couldn't. And then she's like, well, it wasn't my fault. But, um, well, the other thing was that you were getting more. One reason why people's refunds weren't as large is because you were getting more in your paycheck during the year. Right. So, and that's another way how people who need it weren't getting the money because the Republicans repealed the Affordable Care Act tax, which went to, you know, make health care more affordable for people. So we saw that money back in our paychecks. But as a result, now, you know, people who need affordable health care maybe have a lower chance of getting it because in Republican fashion, Take from the poor and give to the rich. Right. Or keep it with the rich and don't give it to the poor. And they've always thought, like since Reagan, you know, Reaganomics, trickle down economics, and I'm just like, people in corporations aren't that generous. You can't rely on them to right. say, Oh yeah. I'll I'm give gonna you give you a billion. Sorry, I have to tie my shoe. Um so yes. I mean, especially You know, corporations, they're keeping their profits. Maybe they're giving a little back to shareholders. But also, it's just the money doesn't trickle down. The only way money gets to people who need it in any large and meaningful broad way, broad scale, broad scope way, is through the government. And then, of course, people are, like, freaking out because... They think we're slipping into socialism. Right. Which really isn't the most important thing, democracy. People get confused, I think, between political systems and economic ones. Yeah. Capitalism and socialism are economic systems. Democracy is a political system. And you can still have That's a, good point. a democracy and choose, like many countries around the world, to actually take care of your people yes so my philosophy always is overall my life will be better if we can continue to raise the lowest level of society up so I saw something oh crap what who was it somebody announced oh wow I shouldn't even say it because I can't remember it's so bad another one of the newest things that popped up um somebody is going to raise their minimum wage a company or something to $20 an hour. Huh. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, $20 an hour if you work full-time, depending on how your tax deductions and things shake out, I think is only... I don't even know if that's $50,000 a year. Might be closer to, like, forty. So... Which, depending on the size of your family, might not even put you above the poverty level. Right. If you had, like, a family of four. But... Right. I don't know. Oh. Well, you've theorized about this many a times. Like, yes. Like, what makes people make the choices they make? And, you know, is it really that productive to be all in draw the line on one issue when there's so many issues in the world right so I think about that sometimes but then I think about well if we could all just respect everybody's I'll call them silos right like for some people climate change is their big thing right for some uh people you know it's the right to choose for other people it's their paychecks how much money yeah, Is the government the wrong... letting me keep? Yeah. Yes. So, if enough people worked productively on the things they care about and didn't get so worked up about what other people were caring about, right. it wasn't what they cared about, then maybe we'd have a more civilized society Yeah. or dialogue or something. But
1: Yeah. Hashtag wishful thinking. Ha ha
0: ha. Yep. So I'm gonna shift gears here. Shift away.
1: Um, have you been watching tennis?
0: I did watch a little tennis. Um, I watched a little bit of the Charleston tournament. The Volvo tournament. The Volvo. Sorry. That's okay. Um,
1: that's how I go now. It's like Charleston. Oh, Volvo. Yes. Okay.
0: Eh. Well, those sponsors would be very happy, but that's how you think of it. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that one I saw,
1: Which saw I think a little I bit of the go, Miami. I said to Chris, I said, we need to go to one of these smaller tournaments. This is getting to be, like, ridiculous.
0: Well, so the, I will continue to call it the Charleston tournament, because I love Charleston, <laughs> is, like, always our spring break. Right. That's when we went there. So we were in Charleston, I think, in 2015, and we realized the tournament was there. So we went and we saw Venus and Serena play. We dragged the girls. They hated it.
1: Yeah, I don't so. want to just see... It's a WTA tournament, so it's only yes. women.
0: Which oh. is still awesome. Kind of boring. No! What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Take that back! <laughs> no, I won't. It's kind
1: of boring sometimes. Now,
0: is it equally boring then when it's only a men's tournament, like sure. Miami? Sure,
1: sure. Sometimes it can be, sure. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> There's no way around my argument.
0: Seem- well, it there, just there seems like no you're I'm
1: saying, saying that men are you. men's
0: tennis is superior to women's tennis
1: well it's a little faster that's what, what it is it's like some of these points they get you know they get tired and they're like
0: Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! sometimes the men groan too
1: yeah but then it's like the game slows down and although i will say i do like the drama some of these women have a little bit more drama to them than the men do <laughs> so uh. like i'm not gonna lie to you i like it when stevens breaks down she either comes out of it winning or she doesn't. She just completely falls apart.
0: Yeah, she talks a lot to her box on the court. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. She breaks her racket. She's she's out of control. But <sighs>
0: then I was
1: watching a tournament that I now maybe cuz I never really paid attention before, but there's a tournament that takes place in Mexico. Yeah. I think uh, that's a WTA one as well. Yes. And as Aranka wound up in the finals with Margarutha.
0: Yes, who I don't like.
1: I, me neither. What is it about her? She's annoying. That, right? Yes. That's the only thing I can think of. I can't... I'm like... I want to like her, but I, I... I have
0: other reasons. She beat Serena somewhere, and when she uh, beat Serena, you're on my shit list. So. Oh,
1: okay. In, well, like,
0: that important match. I'm going get like behind she,
1: that argument. I like that. Yes. That works for me. Um, but... Azarenka had to retire because she did something to her calf muscle. Oh, that sucks! It really does suck. I mean, she was losing in the first. It's interesting. I forgot who she was playing the, the day before that she came back, uh, and uh, she uh, she came back um, and beat this person in three sets. And then she blew, I, she blew out her calf or something in the, with Margaruta, and she had to stop in, the I guess, the second game of the second set. She had got blown out in the first set, like, 6-1. And then
0: you could see
1: her limping around, like, why is she playing? She just needs to retire. She'll get her money anyway, right?
0: Well, I guess it's, like, second place, yeah.
1: Yeah. Still not bad. You know, I just hate that when they... Now I should really. This is a fact check. This is a follow up for this episode. How many women on the tour are currently moms?
0: Oh, it's like five.
1: It's like five or six.
0: Yeah. And I was
1: like, wow, that's really cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't. Never used to be a thing, but now that women and men are both playing longer, it's more right common. I love it. Um.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. Cause it's like now men, you know, they're they're getting married and they're having kids and they're uh-huh. on tour. But it, it nobody really pays attention to it because they're not the ones having the kids. Right.
0: Exactly. They're not off on maternity leave or right. Oh, speaking of men with kids, I was happy to see or learn that Federer beat Isner. Oh, good. In Miami. Yes. In the yes, final. Yes. Yes. So I just thought that was. Interesting, Isner must have imploded a little himself. I watched a little bit of the first set just to try to understand it, and it did seem like his serve was off because Federer beat him in two sets and uh, well, I'll broke him you, in the opening game. Wow. The serve.
1: I will say this about Isner: if you can make that dude run, you're going to win because he doesn't—he does not like moving.
0: But I feel like he's gotten better at it. He's
1: gotten a lot better at it, but he's still not as agile as a lot of other people. Yes. And he really counts on his serve. Yes. Which is, you know, great. I mean, he's got a great serve, no doubt, but if you can make him move, then you'll probably win. And Federer has a plethora of tricks up his sleeve not only because he's been playing for so long, but because he plays strategically.
0: Right. He's
1: not that powerful anymore. So he has to play a little bit more strategically. And he actually, he's always been like that.
0: He makes more mistakes than he used to. That's what I've
1: yeah. noticed
0: over the past couple of years. Like, shots that he would normally make going out or going into the net. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know what how much more. I mean, there's probably going to be couple more tournaments before the French, right? Um, yeah. Not too many more. Because the interesting thing, so on the women's side, Ooh, Charleston was clay. Ice but Miami cream. was hard court. Yep. Yes. So, it's like, I mean, with the French, you'd think.
1: There so are a couple of tournaments going on right now. I tuned into one last night, and I just mentally tuned out. It was on TV, but I was reading my book.
0: And which book are you reading?
1: Same book. I don't know why. I just can't get past it. A Great Deliverance? Yeah. I don't know why. I just haven't.
0: Interesting.
1: Every time I sit down and really start reading, Uh I'm fine. But to get back over to it, it just takes a little while.
0: Yeah. I understand. Slipping in and out of kind of reading phases. Yeah.
1: And you know what? I think my allergies, whatever's going on with me like i'm really tired at night which is fine but that's usually my time to really read yep and i've been passing out every night last night i passed out cold and i didn't wake up until like 10 to 6 and then i went back to sleep
0: yep it happens all right what are we doing here are we crossing back over do we do another loop hey how many lost track i don't know. know and i forgot to turn on map my walk so i have no idea i'll tell you how many hold on because i've had my
1: phone uh let's see oh we've only gone 2.6 miles okay so one more? one more more okay i thought it was another lap
0: oh my goodness gracious all right should i uh stop recording so we can talk about stuff that can't be publicly disclosed <laughs> yeah we, we
1: should okay all right bye for now bye. <laughs> I wish you would have recorded all
0: that. Well, we should not have recorded all that. I could bad? go to jail or something. <laughs> all right, full disclosure. You are not going to jail. I babs and at least five glasses of. I don't know. Is this eight okay. ounces? Six. That's about no, maybe six. Yeah, six.
1: Six
0: ounces, almost six. One. Two, this is definitely at least six.
1: Six.
0: That was not full when I brought it over. No, I
1: know, because you drank it all the <laughs> way. I didn't drink it all <laughs> the way.
0: No, there was probably, there was at least half in that.
1: Okay, but you should not be drunk, are you? Are you
0: I really sick? have not had a lot to eat
1: today. Oh, so there you go. That's why you Wait, bought, how you many, saw, how uh, many,
0: exactly. How many ounces?
1: percent so that's not a lot.
0: But how many ounces are there in that bottle of Chateau St. Michelle Riesling, for the record?
1: For the record, 750 milliliters. I
0: really milligrams. hate it when they use the metric system on I me. So, I was not schooled in that.
1: Why don't we move over to that?
0: We're going to. Go oh ahead. oh the US now. I thought you meant why don't we move over to Europe and learn it? That's what I'm prepared to do.
1: Me too. <laughs> so that's gotta be this has gotta be like sixteen ounces, right?
0: Yeah, it's definitely gonna be at least sixteen ounces, right? right? So we need to Google six... that. How much? How many ounces is a right, bottle of get, wine? i I gotta get out the old. All right. Yes. Yeah, so while you're doing that, I was drinking, which I walked over here with my bag because I'm mad at my car. Oh, my, it. I like big books, and I cannot lie. <laughs> it's an excellent bag. In it, I have my wallet in case you know I needed any money for stuff. My sunglasses. My garage door opener, so I can get back into my house at some point. My, my cheapo earbud wireless thingies, because I wouldn't pay $150 for Apple ones. Mm-hmm. So I bought like $50 oh. these ones, and they work magnificently. That's good My book that I'm living by right now, The Little Book of Sloth Philosophy. Hey, be
1: careful with those earbuds, though. How
0: to Live Your Best life. I worry life about radiation. Jennifer McCartney. It's not worse than the cell phone. Which I've been using for 20 years.
1: Oh, say that title again. I cut you. Off.
0: Oh, sorry. The Little Book of Sloth Philosophy: How to Live Your Best Sloth Life by Jennifer Are you McCartney. Being
1: slothfully.
0: I like that. <laughs> is that a word? Sloth-like, I think, is the Sloth-like. appropriate term. <laughs> Jennifer McCartney is a New York Times best-selling author. Her work has also appeared in a variety of outlets such as Vice Magazine and The Atlantic, and she writes regularly for Publishers Weekly.
1: You know, Is I looked terrible? her up,
0: and she wrote another book that I read that I oh, now can't remember. this
1: isn't the... Fa- I thought it was the, the comedian chick. That's really pretty. The comedian. Jennifer McCarthy. Oh,
0: Jenny, Jenny. 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 I
1: like No,
0: her. so I was Googling Jennifer McCartney, like as in Paul. Oops, I didn't put a space there. And she wrote some other book. Oh, The Joy of Leaving Your Shit All Over the Place. Oh! <laughs> i didn't remember her name from that but um yes so anywho all right that's the contents of my bag plus my chateau saint michelle riesling and you were googling how many ounces
1: yes so 750 milliliters Uh is (gasps) 25.4 ounces
0: oh that's a lot all right so we'll round up to 26. So I had 13 ounces out of my bottle and I poured one out of your bottle. So you should uh, be
1: legally drunk by now.
0: I bet I'm not. But You're before not. this, I had nothing to eat all day except my no, athletic Oh, I would have just
1: met you for lunch or something.
0: I know, but remember, I'm trying to lose weight. Wine makes you lose weight. Can oh. you Google that?
1: Does wine make you lose weight? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm gonna Google it. I mean, all of my friends that drink a lot of wine are thin. I don't understand why it doesn't work for me. Oh, serenity now. Okay, while Marissa is googling that, I'm just going to tell you what I maybe will talk about somewhat coherently on this podcast at 3:32 on a Friday came up afternoon.
1: Extremely quickly, according nice. to researchers,
0: drinking red wine, which you don't, I don't, in moderation, can which actually help you in your weight loss journey. All right, I'm going to start drinking that in moderation, in addition to my white wine.
1: As per researchers, drinking two glasses red wine can help you lose weight. They also found that drinking huh. wine initially slowed weight gain in women. That's all bullshit. You shouldn't drinking
0: you. wine initially. Initially, relative to what? I don't know. Yeah, that's but confusing. you see that the
1: the, pro- the problem with alcohol, I think, is it slows you down and it oh, doesn't alcohol. move. Oh, alcohol!
0: Will you please forgive me? <laughs> Cause I cannot love myself.
1: I thought it slowed down your metabolism, especially mm. at night. And that's hmm. why you probably shouldn't have more than one, maybe two glasses, but I can't hmm. imagine that it, it, it helps. So I would have to understand why hmm. that does that. I've hmm. never heard of that. You hmm. said it helps you gain weight, uh, lose weight, but I don't believe it.
0: No, I said I would like it to. Oh. Didn't I?
1: No, you said all, all your friends- I think
0: I said I'd heard.
1: Hmm. Well, now we know, well, it's we not don't know research, but we, I feel
0: like I have I a lot of skinny really... friends such as yourself who drink a lot of wine and yet you're still skinny, but I guess that's not because of the wine. No. Hmm. And maybe and at this I'd point, actually... I drink more wine than you. I may be a wino at this point. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a long time. When I think of a wino, <laughs> I think of like growing up in New York City and seeing a a bum on the side of the street. Did I not
0: say that when I was walking over here I was going to sit on the side (laughs) of the street with my bottle of wine that I carried over here with me with my acrylic plastic cup and just sit there and drink because I feel so fucking sorry for myself. (laughs) Yeah, but hey, listen. It's over. Nothing is over. That check hasn't cleared. I'm going to see that hit my bank account and that $2,300 is going to piss me off forever. Hey, just to let
1: people know poor Babs had to pay out. An extreme amount of money today paying the taxes and off on the title on the car she just purchased. And we she was unaware that she would have to pay out that much. She knew she'd have to pay a fee. Well but she title wasn't title
0: and registration. Like right. forty five bucks, not twenty three hundred fucking dollars. No right. children are home right now, which is why I'm yelling. Right. So anyway, that's why
1: she is so angry. And she should be.
0: There's a whole philosophy behind that that I'm not gonna get into. No. Because I'm not opposed to taxes. I'm opposed to bullshit taxes, like paying to register you know a fucking should, car here in Texas. We should try and
1: follow that 2300 or however, how much. We should follow that money trail and see where it lands.
0: You're right, because we have a lot of season two ideas. Type that down somewhere, <laughs> good woman. We're going to... Uh, how does... Arthur E. Ferdinand. See, I remember his name. That's how many fucking checks. Oh, yeah.
1: He's a... Uh... He is the
0: Fulton County Tax Commissioner for the entire 13 plus years I've lived here in Georgia because apparently nobody wants that job. Would you? I don't know. Maybe. No. Be honest. I, okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's really easy. But I wrote this check out to Fulton County Tax All right. All right. Let me...
1: Let me rephrase that if I can pull were, it out of my wallet right now if you were the tax commissioner would you want the Babs Alexanders of the world calling you but up I don't call him
0: all I right to but start
1: how many people do you think complain about their houses I bet being he doesn't reassessed? have a number
0: I bet he doesn't even have a telephone number I'm
1: sure he has an email and assistance
0: nope nope nope
1: he has an assistant
0: I'm telling you right now you can't get to him I called the Georgia Secretary of State office the other day something it's a tough
1: name to go through like yes Ferdinand
0: Ferdinand I had to call I called the main number they allegedly transferred me to where I needed to go after talking to that woman for a number of minutes she was like oh well I'm not in that department I'm like well that's really confusing because I thought I was transferred that to that department she said that department doesn't have any direct numbers
1: oh I tricked
0: them I got the woman to call me back And give me a direct number and an email. So now I know you. And I'm not going to say your name on this podcast. But yes. Fulton County Tax Commissioner. $2,287. Makes it sound like he's the one getting the money. Fucking sense. I'm so mad. What's he doing with that money?
1: We have to follow that money
0: trail. I know. I know. I'm like, well, to me, if you're collecting taxes on a car, that money should be earmarked for the roads. Why am I driving over potholes every single fucking day in Fulton County? <laughs> I literally at the DMV. I was like, I wish that camera cuz you know they have cameras above every little oh, window. Those like security yeah. cameras. I want to see
1: that like, camera. I right want now. that camera
0: to have a microphone. Does it have a microphone? I literally was like Fulton County sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jonathan. The number of times he has seen me lose it over the years is not that plentiful i love him so much but, i do i want
1: to just say i'm his biggest fan
0: as i said well I maybe second
1: biggest fan because you're a big I'm fan i'm a
0: bigger fan and yeah. you maybe have to be like fourth after okay. the girls yeah the
1: girls okay but i
0: god what did i say <laughs> i don't know i this is what i always say like if somebody you don't have to love jonathan he doesn't have to be your favorite person but if you don't like jonathan i'm suspicious of you Right, there's you're automatically on my suspicion list. There's something wrong with you. Jonathan is just one of the most likable people on the face of the I'm, planet. After
1: this podcast, I want to know if you have an actual list because I want to know who's what? on that list. Who's on the list? Of, yeah, suspicious people. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, it should, <laughs> That's hilarious. You're suspicious if you don't like Jonathan. Well, I want to know who that list I mean, is. Yeah. You know, you know damn well and there's a just, list.
0: <laughs> there actually isn't a list. There should be. There should be a list. Oh my god. I mean, Jonathan, he's just so damn likable. Yeah, he is. Which, thank god, because we'd probably be divorced if he wasn't. Oh, don't even get me started on our twentieth anniversary trip next month that I now want to cancel since I had to pay twenty three hundred fucking dollars to the Fulton County Tax Commissioner.
1: You're gonna have to work extra hard at the office.
0: I can work. Okay. True. <laughs> that is true. A I, a can work, I can hours. I can work above <laughs> and beyond. But the problem is the clients have to fucking pay you. Like literally. All right. So this That's week. Enough. No, last week. Sorry, last week. I. Deposited a check from a client for work that was done last summer, and oh. it's now April. Oh wow! So sometimes it's just shit like that. Like, and I still have to pay my bills and pay my attorneys. Right. So it's always just a little bit of, you know, and it's always the larger companies that take advantage because they think which is special. Because I know they, have the, they have the money. They have the money. It's just. They have some type of bullshit philosophy. With this particular client, I did at one point actually send the finance department, my contact. I'm like, listen, we literally will not do any more work for you on this. And there's an upcoming deadline until you pay. And that wasn't even for this bill, that was for the thousands of dollars they owed me from way back when. And our, I mean, our agreement says like you have 30 days to pay the bill. I bill you at the first of every month, you have 30 days to pay it, net 30, net 30.
1: From today, I just told you.
0: They're like, I don't know, net 180, 210, 240,
1: and we're so, um, anyway. Anyway. La la la. Anyway, that's the life of a lawyer, a self-employed lawyer. Correct. Sadly.
0: Correct. So, all right. This is what I have to talk about in this episode. I have, to, yeah, I have. This a, I'm going to share is the
1: follow up. This is the fact check. Yes, this is up. the
0: fact check. I'm going to talk. <laughs> I'm going to share a little, <laughs> I little think more. It's all
1: music. I have to ask August. Please to write ask some August more. Okay. to write some additional He'll do it. music. He'll
0: do it. Tell him to use Jeopardy as his inspiration, maybe. You know, it's going to be metal. Doo-doo-doo. I think to No, but yeah, but that kind of yeah, you know, like it can be. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: might be.
0: All right, I'm going to talk about Teas Tea Talks,
1: okay,
0: um, and the Mueller report, whether it was released today or not. And then I still have a little extra research to do, which I'll do while you're talking about your stuff. So here, let me talk about Teas Tea Talks first, so I have time to do.
1: Okay, mine's not going to be very long. Well, speak slowly.
0: On. Okay. All right, hang on. I'm pulling it up now. Tease Tea Talks. I was talking about this in our walk. Teas empowering women one cup at a time. We believe you can self-empower by choosing the right tea to complement your goals and desires while empowering women around the world. From shelters to startups, a portion of proceeds from every order support organizations dedicated to the empowerment of women through a charity program. I didn't even know this. That's not why I bought the tea, but okay, that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, what is a tease? No, I don't think I need to know that. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh! And they called somebody a tease sommelier. That's a ripoff. They should be able to use that. Yeah, why not?
1: Mat bastards.
0: What the hell. All right. I was mostly trying to just tell you a little bit more about the teas, but now they're just telling me about empowering women, which I am for. But I really wanted to know a little bit more about the product. Anyway, I'm drinking it. I don't know if it's helping me with anything. I'll um, well, let you know that one moment that you took it—the moment of clarity. Yes, I've not had another moment like that. Oh. However, I'm going to keep drinking it. I definitely, it definitely does function as an appetite suppressant. I oh. will say that. However, caffeine a lot does a lot of yeah, but not regular caffeine for me.
1: Oh,
0: like a lot of I don't know. Sorry, lost my train of thought. Hashtag drinking. Um. Anyway, I'm drinking this triple triple. Tea talks. it's a 30-day detox, which I am violating by drinking wine with my dear friend Riss. We've and redefined the whole trendy tea detox. How? A tea isn't about drinking a magical beverage that will help you lose a bunch of weight immediately. If you see a company claiming this, definitely question it. Triple Tea is designed to help you reach your goals one sip at a time. Triple Tea talks is about promoting positive daily habits and decisions to achieve long-lasting results. Success starts with goals and maintains itself with discipline. It's here to help you amplify your health and wellness goals. There's a FAQ guide, blah, blah, blah. I was a lot more into this when I wasn't drinking my wine. But anyway, teastea.com. I'm drinking it two to three times a day. And so far, I feel pleased with the results. Oh, have you been losing weight? When did you start? This week? I guess I started this week, but I don't. I don't have any data to support okay. losing weight. I did step on the scale today, so perhaps next week I can report back. Okay, good. As I eat my five pounds of cheese and you won't drink eat my white pounds. wine. <laughs> Anywho,
1: wine can help you lose weight, so we're gonna...
0: only if it's red.
1: Only if it's red. I need
0: to go home and see if I have any Naomi left to drink. Oh, Naomi rhymes with Naomi.
1: Oh, that's
0: why it's my favorite. Aw. Okay, you go ahead and talk about something you want to talk about. So
1: we were talking about tennis on our on our walk. We were. Um, we were talking about pro tennis. Yes. Not. Uh,
0: the important tennis. Yeah, yes. the real
1: tennis. And they had there was a flash up on the screen while I was watching it, and I said, I, I noted that they were talking about how many. Um, female tennis players are currently on tour who are moms. Right. And you either knew.
0: I guessed. Yeah.
1: Or, or you had heard it before or whatever. Yes. And uh, my guess was between five and six. I think you're right. Right. I think you were right too. I think you said six.
0: I said five, I think. Yeah.
1: But the thing that bothers me is that when I went to go prove that
0: fact, I can't find anything. Oh, that's weird. I mean, I know it's the commentators that are saying it, but we know Serena. I know Azarenka. Right. um, But Kim
1: Clijsters doesn't play anymore. She doesn't play anymore.
0: But she may have been one of the first moms to come back after having a kid on the tour. Uh, She
1: wasn't, actually. Really? Yeah. So there is some evidence to support that. They weren't the first.
0: And the only reason I really know about Azarenka... When they talk about it is because she's like divorced and has been not able to actually compete sometimes because she's in a very vitriolic um, child custody battle. Right. So, but who else? I feel like I should know. I know other people besides Williams and Azarenka who are moms on tour. Oh, isn't, oh, I'm sorry, mothers everywhere.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I got irritated and I said that because yeah, that should be like should, a, that super... should
0: be a very googlable fact, right. just because I the commentators have mentioned it a bunch of times. Right. Like whenever you're watching a match, and I remember there was some match where they're like, "Oh, this is the first time like two moms have played each other in a such and such." Okay, following
1: match. in the footsteps of e- I don't even know who this person is, Ivan Gulagan Kali. Nope. Jim, uh, Kim Kleisters, who we knew. Yep. And then Evangia Rodina. Nope. Uh, oh, Maria Jose Martina Sanchez. We know who she is. Claudia Hans Ignisi. Nope. N-n-n-chick. Nope. Casey Delacroix. Nope. Tatiana Mar- Maria, Maria. Nope. Cara- Black. Nope. Caitlin Morosi and Katerina Bardenenko.
0: Nope. Bardenenko. All right. what? Where, where is this article from? wta but what's the does it give a year on it uh, hold on because i feel like probably more in the past five years is when the moms no does it, it doesn't that's interesting
1: maybe at the end this is does. from the
0: wta tennis site yeah you'd think they would have up-to-date information for heaven's sake yeah so that's kind of frustrating right
1: it i, I and i think it sucks because Wait, can you, you know Google what
0: what'd you google can you google moms on the wta tour
1: yeah, that's what I did. Oh, okay. moms, moms on Current eight. Is- oh, okay, it should have said W-T-A tour.
0: No, but it says moms inspire more moms on the W-T-A, so... But
1: I thought to myself, well, that's kind of stupid because if you want to join the sport and you want to play the sport and you want to have a kid, you should be inspired to know that people have come before you... Right. ...and gone back to it.
0: But remember, I mean, it used to be... Like, Google, when did Steffi Graf? How old was she when she retired from tennis? I mean... Even women didn't used to play beyond thirty. Right. And so it's like if you knew your career was gonna end before thirty, you'd just wait to have a kid. Why would you take some years off? Right. And these women that are having kids In nineteen ninety nine. But how old was she then? We don't know. We gotta Google her birthday now.
1: Okay. Yes. Uh well maybe it just says Wikipedia we could just talk.
0: Yes, let's see.
1: Born 69. She was born in 69. All right, so she
0: retired at 30, and she had her kid, or even a little, 29. That's not old for tennis now.
1: Well,
0: not old for tennis now. Probably was then. Right. And she didn't have her kids until after she retired. Mm -hmm. Whereas Serena's, you know, 37, 38 now, had her kid at 36, 37. Right. So, Hmm. yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me that there would be more moms on the tour now. Than there had been before one of the things that i found totally interesting so there's this oh god why am i blanking on her name i shouldn't even speak it a lot so there's a gymnast a russian gymnast who's very very good like if simone biles didn't exist she would probably be like you know winning everything mm-hmm. she had a kid and came back Ooh. and that's also very uncommon in gymnastics but right. even gymnasts are starting to stick around for a little bit longer God, why can't I remember her name? I'm like, yeah. Anywho, all right. Okay, so that was, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, if you want to stick around on the tennis tour, once you're like 32 and older and you want to have a kid, then you're probably like, I'm going to have to take some time off the tour to have a kid.
1: Right. You can have
0: kids later in life, but you're like, "Mm, I don't want to risk that or, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. All right, I think I have to jog in place now to get my steps. All right, here's the book I was talking about. Everyone should read it. Was
1: it Aaliyah Mustafina? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Aaliyah, Aaliyah? Mustafina. Aaliyah.
0: Aaliyah, Aaliyah Mustafina. Yep. yep. Okay, cool. Boom. Gymnast who's still competing at the world and Olympic level who came back after having a kid. Although, how old is she? She may still be... She may be much younger compared to the tennis players that are having kids. Because mm, um, I still 22. feel... Yeah, I was going to say, I still feel like gymnasts, like... Twenty-two, twenty-three is like pretty old for a gymnast. I was
1: just yeah. gonna say, which is crazy.
0: Gymnastics is so hard on your body. I'm gonna say it's harder than tennis, frankly. On your oh body. yeah, because
1: you have to use every muscle.
0: And it's just, it's a hot mess of yeah, just riddled with injuries more so than tennis, I think. Absolutely. So, we shall see. Anywho, okay. all right. So the book I was talking about, Factfulness by Hans Rosling. I couldn't remember the exact subtitle of the book when we were walking. Factfulness, 10 reasons we're wrong about the world and why things are better than you think. I think everybody should read this book. I'm trying to get Naomi to read it and she's like, ugh. I'm like, Naomi, (laughs) if you want to go to college for stuff like this, this is going to be much more interesting than your bland college textbooks. So I'm like, you've got to like. Well, she needs a little, I
1: I feel teenage girls right now need some positivity because right now the, the, the system and the world looks very bleak. Yes. Even though there's all this encouragement with women. Nicely done. Nicely done. Nicely done. Um, I feel like it's it's social media ruins that for them. Yeah.
0: There's so much
1: going positive things going on for us in government and in corporations. Maybe not
0: government. Well, maybe but there not are a corporations. Lot of women, Let's
1: but, say nonprofits. And, no, because um, look how many congresswomen are in there. All
0: right, that's true. That is an improvement we over are, the past, we yes. We are
1: getting past the glass ceiling. In In lower
0: levels of government, yes. No,
1: I mean, I'm sorry, not just government, but corporations. We're running things. A little bit more. A little bit more. So there are. It's gradual progress, correct? We're making progress, progress. but if you don't see that,
0: that's right, and we don't hear about that as much.
1: So she needs some positivity.
0: Yes. We well, factfulness do. should give it to her, and so I feel she should read it. Tell her. Make her. I know. Factfulness. The stress-reducing habit of only caring opinions for which you have strong supporting facts. When asked simple questions about global trends, what percentage of the world's population live in poverty? Why the world's population is increasing? How many girls finish school? We systematically get the answers wrong. So wrong that a chimpanzee choosing answers at random will consistently outguess <laughs> teachers, journalists, Nobel laureates and investment bankers I like how he didn't put lawyers in that category Mm. because I score better than chimpanzees (laughs) in factfulness professor of health international health and global ted phenomenon ted we've talked about that before ted talks technology what did we say last technology education and development or something okay Hans Rosling, together with his two longtime collaborators, Anna and Ola, who happen to be his daughter-in-law and son, respectively, offers a radical new explanation of why this happens. They reveal the 10 instincts that distort our perspective from our tendency to divide the world into two camps, usually some version of us and them, to the way we consume media where fear rules, to how we perceive progress, believing that most things are getting worse. And the reality is most things are getting better. Our problem is that we don't know what we don't know, and even our guesses are informed by unconscious and predictable biases. I agree. Yeah, factfulness. I'm going to reread that book. That's how effing good it was.
1: Okay, send it to me. I, I read will. It. Thank you.
0: All right, what else do you have before I bash Google?
1: No, I was it. What? No. I didn't. That was the main thing I mentioned on my fact check. I have to look into that.
0: What about women in tennis.
1: What about women in tennis?
0: Yeah, that. That's where you had to Google. How many moms are in tennis, right? We talked about that. I know. We already talked about it. <laughs> I was just reflecting that that's what we needed to talk about. <laughs> All right. Okay. I will
1: say this, though. Did you notice on this recent walk that as we were walking, the gravel was very crunchy this time? I don't normally Hmm. hear the crunch of the gravel underneath our feet. Maybe
0: I was holding the phone down instead of up. Maybe it's because it was raining for many days and the gravel was crunchier. Maybe they put down new gravel. No, it should be the opposite. Maybe they put down new gravel. All I know is it was very
1: crunchy and I was laughing. (laughs) it's like, yeah i can try to no, noise don't, reduce that no it's fine it was just funny i was i was listening and it, I, you can hear it go
0: maybe we were more emphatic in our walking yeah we
1: did walk fast
0: yeah and we did walked we? a lot i walked a lot last night with jonathan i got home and i'm like an hour and 13 minutes Did hmm. we walk that long he's like yeah it felt really long <laughs> I was like, but we walked slow. Oh, you know what we can talk about real
1: quick? Okay, what? so I know I was two minutes late picking up your daughter, bringing her to her gym. Which
0: you only know because I was like, wait, are you getting it? Right, right. And I, I, told I was already at time. your house. Okay. So what happened was there was a package
1: at my door. Was it a good package? Well, that's just it. Do was... tell. <laughs> okay, so background. Okay. My, real quick, my son loves metal detecting and he has two metal detectors
0: Oh my God, seriously? Yeah, he loves it. Everywhere I really we- need to almost see these. Like, the kind?
1: Yeah. No, he, they're in the garage. You probably pass them all the time and you've never seen them.
0: Well, it's not like I've watched in your garage that many times. Right.
1: They're there, though. They're right okay. behind my truck. So anyway, okay. he likes to metal detect. So yes. He, we watch this, a lot of shows where they're metal detecting. All these history shows and okay. treasure hunting shows. Okay. And he's been saying how much he really wants something called the pinpointer. Okay. And a pinpointer is a metal detector device, but it's like the size of a flashlight, just a okay. maybe a little smaller, a little thinner. But basically, what happens mm. is you sweep with the big detector. Yes. And then once you start digging, you pull out the pinpointer to get at the little.
0: Really. Yes.
1: So Holy I crap. was on Google the other, I'm uh, not Google, Groupon the other day, looking mm-hmm. up something, and I was like, I wonder if they have any pinpointers. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they did.
0: No, they didn't.
1: Not only did they have pinpointers, but I don't they, believe had, you. they had something called the Black Pearl, which is like the creme de la creme of pinpointers and metal detecting devices. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And it was $122, but I got it for 45 bucks.
0: Wow. So,
1: that's what arrived at my front door today. But I want to see this. And you're okay. telling me
0: there was a Groupon
1: for this? Yes. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> How does Groupon even work? I'm so confused. And this is what it looks like. I'll even wow. bring it up for you. So I was mesmerized, and that's
0: why I was late. Wow. So you just go like this. Okay. All right. but So it's a GP pointer. Mm-hmm. Tiny Fish seems to be the brand. Is mm-hmm. there anything on the label that explains to us what it is, uh, how well, it works? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you have to basically point it into the dirt. But I like to read labels. Is there a label (laughs) to Yeah, you can read the label. Okay, because, you you know, (laughs) if my eyes will allow it. Features one-touch operation, proportional audio vibration pulse, indicates targets, alarms increase in intensity based, on targets proximity. Maybe that's two things. Maybe that's supposed to be read contiguously, even though it's two separate bullet points. I'm going to try that again. Alarms increase in intensity based on target's <laughs> proximity. Pinpoint tip detection. 360 degrees side scan detection area. That's cool. LED light for low light uses. Scraping blade for searching soil. Yep. I wanna see that. Is it that? Yep. Wow.
1: Okay. No, 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 it's separate. It's oh, in the box. There's something it's else in, the, in box.
0: the box. I wanna see blades.
1: Probably yeah, blade. I didn't know there was wait, a, that's a oh, battery. that's a battery. Which I like. That's button. like
0: uh, attached yeah, to you.
1: there's no blade in there.
0: Wait, there might be a manual, though, that explains the blade. I don't think there's a blade in here. Ah! No, wait, but something... Oh, wait, hang on. i just jump out. Okay, that looks like maybe... Oh, that's the holder! The cool! Holder. No, I literally think they think that piece of plastic yeah, no. is a blade. Yes, and They're, it's got a light. Yes, it should have a light. Alright, and finally, automatic tuning. Yeah.
1: Because it's gotta get the right frequency to find the right metal.
0: Gotcha. Okay Different metals have different
1: frequencies.
0: Okay, that makes sense. It does say the audio or vibration alert frequency will increase as the tip gets closer to the target. Our optimized coil wiring technology allows you to scrape the dir. The dir. It's the DIR. Home. While searching with no falsing, I don't think falsing is a word.
1: No, but I know what it means.
0: I mean, with no false results.
1: Yes, correct. that's correct.
0: All right. Well, I'm I glad our I... friend G is not reading this. She oh, would be offended God. by the the grandma. der. <laughs> Just leave off the t. Who cares? Anyway, Doesn't matter. But
1: that was why I was a couple minutes late because I was blown away that I had already gotten this. I only ordered nice. it two days ago. Uh,
0: wow. I see it came from Amazon Prime, so that's as it strange, should be.
1: But because I ordered it through Goopron.
0: Hashtag as it should be. As it should be, bitches. All right. So let's see. One other thing. I don't know. This, today's April 12th. This was April 10th, 4 20 p.m. from wired.com. I mm-hmm. feel like that's a reputable source. Garrett M. Graff, G-R-A-F-E, William Barr sends troubling signals ahead of Mueller report release. Because I think on our walk, I said that I had read somewhere that today, April 12th, was when they were, AG Barr was going to release the redacted full Mueller report. Mm-hmm. And it says here, as a tut- when I Googled today, I didn't see anything that it had been released. I found this article that said, the Mueller report has been sitting in the Justice Department for nearly two weeks. Attorney General William Barr, which, do you know he was Attorney General under, I think, George H.W. Bush? He's already been Attorney General oh. once. Hmm. Um, I did not know you could a, serve again. I guess a, you yeah, no term limits on AG. Yes. Attorney General William Barr told Congress Wednesday, that was April 10th, he's hoping the public will finally get a look at the 300-plus page document sometime within the next week, ending a bizarre period of dissembling and fumbling by Barr that has left America with more questions than answers about the seriousness of what Mueller uncovered. So I guess it did not happen today as I had initially understood. Five hours ago, let's see. Oh, well, you can't. Sorry, that was four hours ago, but that was from The Onion. So we won't quote that source. Anyway, I guess we'll see. Here's something from the National Review, which I think is typically a more conservative. Don't expect any major revelations, but do expect redactions. Mm-hmm. It is a credit to Attorney General Barr, well, already you know it's conservative when it's saying it is a credit, that his testimony yesterday before a House Appropriations Subcommittee seemed, for the most part, like a non-event. Ostensibly, the subject of the hearing was the Justice Department's $29.2 billion budget request for fiscal year 2020. But because the hearing was the AG's first appearance on Capitol Hill since his March 24 letter outlining the conclusions of the Mueller report, that topic, specifically the frenzied anticipation of Barr's release of a redacted version of the special counsel's report, said to be 300 to 400 pages in length, took center stage. Democrat, Democrats were loaded for bear, but Barr warded off their jabs, explaining the process by which the report is being reviewed and making some news along the way. Okay. Here are the major takeaways, and then we'll end that part of the discussion. The Attorney General will release the Mueller report to Congress and the public within the next week. Note that Congress is scheduled to take its two-week spring break starting Friday, which I believe is today. The Internal Justice Department review and redaction of the report continues to be a collaboration between the Attorney General and the Special Counsel, and that process has gone smoothly. When the report is released, the redactions will be color-coded so that readers will know the rationale for each excision. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's very interesting. I don't know that that's always been the case. In fact, I think it has not. Color-coded so that the readers will know the rationale for each excision. Grand jury material, classified information, ongoing investigation, or Justice Department private policy, privacy policy Oh. right that's bs apparently to be invoked on behalf of peripheral figures not the main players these categories of redaction were addressed in the attorney general's march 29th letter
1: Hmm. hey so Hmm. give me an overview Hmm.
0: oh i don't think i can but ask anyway
1: no it's it's parallel to this okay what's the difference between when clinton was going through the whole issue with the star report Mm-hmm. 'Cause that wasn't released, if I remember correctly.
0: No, I think that was also released. Um because
1: technically these reports don't have to be.
0: No, um no, I think there is
1: I have to all right, I have right, to do yes. some research on that because my thought is that was one of the things that everybody was the, the Republicans were up in arms again at well, first.
0: Well, Trump originally said, he's like, release the report. Republicans right. were saying, release the report. And then once it was done, all of a sudden they were like, don't release it. Right. <laughs> but and does so, that mean they
1: got access to it or no?
0: Yeah, no. And, okay, so the first thing when I Googled star special counsel release, the first thing that comes up is says, from Time Magazine, said the star report was released, the Mueller report may not be. It said, everyone got to read the Starr report on Bill Clinton. Here's why the Mueller report may not get the same treatment. Excellent.
1: Okay. Excellent. And it
0: said, let's see, when Special Counsel Robert Mueller on Friday sent the U.S. Department of Justice the report on his two-year investigation into Russia interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, a new stage in the process began. And for many Americans, a new question has arisen, when and whether they will get to see what Mueller found. Attorney General William Barr revealed some details about the report over the weekend in a summary to Congress. So this is, you know, an end of last month um, article from Time magazine. But it remains to be seen whether the full report will be released publicly. Many politicians, including Democrats gunning for their party's 2020 nomination, have made the case for its release. And President Trump himself has said it wouldn't, quote, bother him, end quote, if Barr decided to make it public. All right. One reason why Americans may feel some frustration at this stage is a matter of expectations set by recent history's most famous parallel. 20 years ago, when then-independent counsel Ken Starr investigated investigated President Bill Clinton, his report was released to the public. In fact, it was downloaded so much that it crashed government services and nearly doubled web traffic in one day, according to Wired, and the book version was a bestseller. The book version. The book <laughs> So, why isn't the Mueller report getting the same treatment from the start? The simple answer is that the law was different back then. Okay. okay. That's fair enough. The role of the special counsel has deep roots in American politics, but a key moment came in 1978 when Congress passed the Ethics and Government Act in wake of Watergate, which we all know about. Mm-hmm. At least all of us over, I'm going to say, the age so of 40. Age, yep. um, <laughs> and the Saturday Night Massacre during which President Richard Nixon fired Special Prosecutor Archibald Cox. The law was meant in part to protect special prosecutors, later renamed independent counsels, from such interference. The section of the statute regarding oversight of the independent counsel says this person, quote, shall advise the House of Representatives of any substantial and credible information which such independent counsel receives in carrying out the independent counsel's responsibilities under this chapter that may constitute grounds for an impeachment. End quote. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, that's a frickin' mouthful. Yeah. That, how is anyone supposed to understand that? Right. That's BS. <laughs> in other words, the independent counsel must tell the House what he or she finds, whether or not it meets a prosecutor's usual standard for indictment. Okay, that makes total sense to me. As Starr himself noted over the weekend in an essay for The Atlantic. In Starr's case, Congress then voted to make the report public. Okay. As a result of that process, independent counsels generally wrote their reports assuming they would be made public. Says Katie Harriger, a professor at Wake Forest University and author of The Special Prosecutor in American Politics, protected information such as grand jury testimony would likely just be left out. Okay, perfect. And we saw in the Mueller report, that's actually going to be color-coded redacted. So we'll know whatever was redacted here is going to be used in a grand jury indictment. That's very interesting because then you know something else is following on from it. Even so, the Star report was chock full of other kinds of sensitive private details with sexually explicit details about Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky. Time described the report as, quote, a fetid blend of libido and legalese that reads like Jackie Collins by way of the (laughs) Congressional Quarterly. Good God in heaven. All right. Okay. Please just get me to the point where the law changed. And as we know, they voted to impeach him, which was just such fucking bullshit um blah 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 good god okay it happened that the 1978 statute expired in 1999 just a year after the impeachment and so it followed that the procedures for a special prosecution were changed accordingly in place of the old statute the justice department enacted internal regulations for a special counsel's work those regulations included giving the attorney general more power to decide how much of the final report of the investigation would be released to the public Okay, if anything, boom, that explains it. So after the whole Clinton debacle and the release of the Star mm-hmm. Report, the statute expired, Congress didn't renew it, Okay. and now we're seeing the consequences of that. So the AG appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate, which is Republican majority held, gets to decide how much of it is released. So that is perhaps a flaw in the system. Gotcha. Interesting. Although, frankly, I'm okay with color coded redacting if it's accurate.
1: If it's accurate because it paints Uh, quite the picture.
0: It just, I'm fascinated by the extra level of detail. Because before, I mean, redacted always used to be like just black. black. Yeah. You didn't know what it was or why it was being redacted. So I do think that's interesting. And I would applaud that because the number of grand jury indictment redactions that I see. You could then track that if there were no grand jury indictment from those right. color-coded redactions, then I would go back and say, "Well, I guess you can unredact that information." Right. So interesting. That
1: hmm. is interesting.
0: I know. Anyhow, that's the Mueller report has not been released as of today, April twelfth. Is what I'm going to say. All
1: right. And Ongoing. Now we have to wait for another two weeks.
0: Ongoing. Well, we have to really, we have to wait for. an Undisclosed amount of time. Um, All right. Suck the marrow out of life. I'm Googling that right now. Oh my
1: God, that's so funny.
0: I feel like that's an actual expression, but I don't know if I used it correctly. Quote. Oh, quote. Wait. All right. This is confusing. Quote by Henry David Thoreau. I'm going to click on that. That's the first result that came up. I'm opening it in Goodreads where you meet your next favorite book. (laughs) And let's see, it's loading. It's slow. Okay, this allegedly, supposedly, we'll say, is a quote from Henry David Thoreau. Quote, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life, and see if I could learn what it had to teach, and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. Where's the part about the marrow? Okay, wait. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah, blah. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. Hmm. I mean, that sounds like a good thing, right? So I think I used it correctly because I was using it as a, like, seize the day type moment. All right. So we'll attribute that to um, Henry David Thoreau, I guess. We'll say. hmm.
1: Thoreau. Hmm. That's
0: a deep, deep. I learned some interesting things about Thoreau. I'm not sure they're 100% true. They might be. Vis-a-vis where I read them. but They <laughs> might be. I mean, on Walden Pond. Like, you think about... Or Walden... I don't know. You think about when he went and lived out in that cabin right. in the woods. And I think what I read recently suggested that like he, he had moved as a whiner and complainer from his parents' home to go live in the woods. <laughs> I mean, that frames it much differently for me. Um all right wait this is please explain the following quote from thoreau's walden all right see i know where it comes from quote live deep and suck out all the marrow of life all right wait blah 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 yes okay throw one into the woods to live a bare, spare and exist essential existence no modern conveniences which i mean we're talking about the 16 or 1700s i right. think I don't know. anyway modern in quotes to help make to help him make things easier no creature comforts to lighten his load he went into the woods to learn what it meant to really live this life as it is free of all man-made accoutrements that take the life out of life put in a more modern thorough way through i wanted to live without the remote control all right i don't like you whatever this site is <laughs> you're not saying anything this is pedantic and bs tell me something that i need to know Marrow is the stuff that you find inside bones if you crack them.
1: And it's quite delicious if cooked properly. I know. Crunch.
0: Getting every last bit out of... Getting every last bit of goodness out of life. So I don't know if I used that correct in our walk. I did say something about sucking the marrow out of life. But <laughs> I think you reused it correctly. Do you? All right. That's very gracious of you. Thank you. <laughs> and then the last thing I'd like to say is... So we are staying somewhere some of us, mm-hmm. people we're friendly with, right? on 30A this fall, mm-hmm. I'm going to be very vague, on 30A, and I happened to be on 30A for spring break, so mm-hmm. I tried to go and investigate, right. and what I found was I could not get onto this street because it was a gated community. Right. So one of our friends, we were having coffee the other day that's going with us, one of our friends is going with us, and we looked up on Google Earth and Google Maps, and neither one shows this gate. Huh. So I'm like, how outdated is this? Now, you know, I, I mean, I texted a picture. Right. I believe I have a picture here that shows the street name in connection with the gate. Right. So why doesn't Google Earth and Google Maps? Well, do we need to
1: contact them? Because uh, unless they tell you right before well, you Well, and that's what
0: we didn't. With the so the we, we didn't know if. Because neither, this friend and I, neither of us recollected that the description of the property we're renting had said um, hmm. that it was gated. I mean, I don't care that it's gated. Yeah. Because I'm sure, you know, we'll get a code or something. It doesn't like
1: that from the pictures. It looks like it's right on the main street.
0: Yeah, but so the main street is in, no, it's not on the main, it's not on 30A. It's, it's, it's in the community yes but i don't remember That's adjacent it... to yeah it's on the beach side of 30a why can't I... isn't this group text named seaside 2019
1: i thought so
0: oh 2019 seaside trip okay look here i do wait but it doesn't have yeah i saw that picture but it says yeah pelican point mm-hmm. but um uh, but i should have made sure the picture had the name street name in it. Yeah, so that's there, but if you look up the address on Google Maps or yeah. Google Earth now? Oh, it doesn't. It show doesn't that. show it. Hmm. But you know what? I looked up where I stayed on this 38 trip mm. and one of those two still has the whole place under construction. Hmm. So I want to take issue with Google Maps and Google Earth and say they don't mm. update their crap that regularly.
1: Apparently not. Isn't
0: one of them supposed to be like almost real time? Like there are satellites yeah. constantly well, circling because- the globe?
1: connected to cars that are driving around have you seen the
0: google cars that's for street view yeah but that's pretty much no, 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 the same thing google, maybe for google maps but google earth is like you're looking down from a satellite i think because the pictures are all you're right top down but yeah no both of them like they did not we could i know my house is look is it mm-hmm. how can you tell though
1: by landscaping
0: Oh, huh. interesting. So yeah, so I mean, obviously we can email this be- this company that we're renting the house through and ask them, but yeah. that's why I couldn't investigate. But my our mutual friend, we did some investigation, and so we think we figured out, if you come out the front door of the house we're renting, you walk a little bit to the right, there's a crosswalk, you can see painted on the street, and then there's a staircase that takes you down to the beach from there. Because there are some houses that are on the other side of the street that are right on the beach, and they have their own private staircases. Hmm. Um, but its I mean, I don't think it's that far from the beach I used for spring break, so I do think it's as nice a beach as we've stayed at previously. Wow. And I fully support us spending most of our time exploring Rosemary, like a place we haven't been before. I agree. Because maybe Rosemary Beach doesn't have as many good Food trucks as Seaside does so I'd go into Seaside like once for the food trucks like I told you there's a new crepe food truck there mm-hmm. which is excellent and of course they have the five daughters donut food truck and you know I got a grilled cheese mm-hmm. from the meltdown on 38 yeah. a on my way out of town not it was good. not as good as I remembered it so I don't know if it was just you know we got a bad shift of people there but I was like no because I think mm-hmm. things change sometimes they do But Rosemary is totally cute. There's so much, plenty to explore there. And I think we should explore that. And we're equidistant from Rosemary and Seaside. We'll hop in the golf cart.
1: Perfect. Yeah. And then depending on the distance, we could probably walk sometimes too.
0: Well, we can't, where we we can walk to is the hub. That's like probably less than a mile. And that has cute. Restaurants and shops oh, good, as well. Oh, Because I
1: need to walk off my lunches. You
0: do, yes. <laughs> but we won't. I mean, I would walk to Rosemary or Seaside. I'm not sure everyone in our group would be, because it's like three miles. Hmm. It's where we're staying is maybe a shade closer. Actually, it's probably like two miles to Rosemary, but it, then it would be like four to Seaside. So I don't know that everybody in our little foursome would want to walk that far. Right. It's <laughs> totally walkable though, and actually walking to Rosemary Beach. Because you go through Alice to Rosemary, the sidewalks are better. And Anyway, I'm looking forward to exploring that part of 30A. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I am too. Yay! Yay! And we should stop now, right?
1: Yeah, let's stop now. Why not? Bye for now. Bye for now.
0: If you liked what you heard, please follow us on Facebook a walk in the park on Twitter at a wit podcast on Instagram, a walk in the park podcast, and eventually on YouTube when we get our channel set up
1: for now, you can head on over to our website, www.awitpodcast.com to access everything. Wherever you find us that you can like follow and or subscribe, please do so. We'll be your best
0: friends. (laughs) (laughs)
1: we'll be your best friend i mean it
0: we mean it (laughs) all right
1: bye